0: Hello, everyone. How's it going? Welcome back to the Case Interview Podcast. What you're going to listen to right now is an excerpt of episode number 14, which is called How to Improve 10 Times Faster in Your Case Performance Using Drills. And in this episode, we talk about why drills allow you to improve 10 times faster and best practices when using drills so that you can maximize your improvement. In this specific clip, we talk about the backstory of how we came up with the concept of drills. Alright, let's go into the clip.
1: May I share the backstory of drills?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to.
1: So we kind of
0: came up with this
1: concept and I think other people who have case interview websites Stumbled upon this as well, so I won't say it's from our credit, but it's a strong foundation of our philosophy on how to practice cases. And we did this a lot back when we were coaching candidates, like it was one of the main things about our methodology that was different because most case interview coaches would just give you know, they just do a mock interview and then give you feedback and say, oh, try to improve on this. And what Mm -hmm. we did back then was actually give drills after every coaching session. And nowadays, I think this is more commonplace, but there's a backstory to that from when I was preparing, I had to apply twice, right? I got rejected from several consulting firms the first time I applied. And the second time I was like, okay, this is not going to happen again. I have to get my offers. Eventually I got (laughs) offers at McKinsey and Bain, but, you know, I went really deep into forgetting case in point, forgetting traditional resources that try to force you to memorize frameworks. And I wanted to learn how to build frameworks from scratch to pretty much any type of case. Mm -hmm. And I figured that the best way to do this would be to do like 200 frameworks for a variety of cases. Yeah. But I couldn't realistically do 200 cases, right? Like in the span of a couple of months, like I could do maybe 50 cases if I yeah. put all my time into this, and well, maybe more, but it would it would get very tiring. And then I realized, well, most of the times when I do a case, I just do the framework, present it to someone, and you know, just move on with the case. And the rest of the case isn't really useful for me because I need to improve the framework part. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I thought in the moment. And then I decided to just churn out frameworks and create list case questions and ideas. Every time I read an article, every time I went to a restaurant, every time I saw a new business, I'd just come up with a hypothetical problem that yeah. business that the business featured in that article had, and I would create a framework. And then spend some time looking into the the article or maybe even like if I was in a restaurant talking to the waiter to see some key things that I may have missed in the framework. And that's how I stumbled upon the the concept of drills back when I was preparing, no one was talking about it. Mm -hmm. There was just like Victor Chang and Casing Point, no one talked about it. And that's a pretty cool thing. Like I actually learned so much in like two weeks doing this. That I don't think I ever did the two hundred frameworks that I put myself out there to do, but that's how I stumbled upon this I don't know if other people were doing, certainly no one around me was doing it mm-hmm. and I th- again, I think it's more commonplace now, but that's a cool story. Did you ever do this when you were preparing?
0: No, not at all, not at all. My preparation was based on some of the stuff that you told me and a lot of Victor Chang and Victor Chang 's videos and all that crap that I ended up throwing away after my first interview. Yeah. Because uh, it didn't work out for me. The one thing that I do remember about the birth of drills, I guess not really the birth, because the birth would have been at that story that you just told us. But I have a strong feeling of remembering when candidates would come back after a session when mm-hmm. we might not have had drills to give them, or maybe before we started giving them drills after, after every session. You know, some sometimes some skills you don't have drills to, and they would tell me that they did like five six mock interviews yeah. in those 3 days and the topic they needed to improve on didn't even came up didn't even come up oh
1: yeah that's right i i recall this now clients would say that to us right
0: yeah it was it was awful like they were working their asses off they were spending a ton of money on it too and
1: on the coaching you mean not the yeah interviews. on the coaching
0: yeah. doing with us and they couldn't practice at home. Like, what kind of school doesn't have homework, you know? Yeah. What, what what kind of thing that you're learning, you go back home, you don't practice it.
1: If you think about it, I can't say I came up with the concept of drills. It's a pretty obvious concept. It's just <laughs> yeah. no one used it in cases that I knew of when I was preparing. Mm-hmm. But I, I think you used the homework example and I dig that. But I think like... When you're talking about skill building, it's even more important, you know, like Mm -hmm. any professional athlete, like let's say a basketball player, they do drills. Like if they're really good at moving around the court, but they can't shoot the ball well or they can't pass the ball well, they're going to train that, you know, they're not Mm -hmm. just going to play more games. And I think that's actually a key difference between an amateur athlete and a professional athlete. The amateur just plays the game. The professional does drills.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: So obviously we didn't come up with it, but I think we applied that in a case interview scenario better than anyone I've seen, actually. And I'm not saying that in an arrogant way, I just haven't seen many people doing it.
0: Yeah, and I think, I think we, we've got to give ourselves the credit for some of it. I mean, the wheel was invented a really long time ago, but when we sent the man to the moon, the luggage didn't have wheels. You know, you don't have to invent the wheels to, you know, do something useful with them. Thank you for listening to the Case Interview Podcast. If you want to get more insights into how to prepare like the best candidates and increase your chances of getting your dream offer, you can listen to our entire back catalog starting from episode one. In fact, some of our best episodes are the ones we recorded earlier on. And if you want to go deeper and learn our best case-solving techniques, we welcome you to join our free course called Case Interview Fundamentals. And you can get instant access to it at craftingcases.com slash course. Now, I hope to see you in the next episode or in one of the previous ones.